This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by the patrons of the Tube Podcast Network. Some personal heroes of ours like Chris Nelson, Zolgeek, Eric Guess, Rick Firestone, Nick Vicori, Jill, Soccer, ZNA, Cupcake, Kyle, Christian S., Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon, JD, Doug Leaf, Jason Emery, Rob Shack, and many more have all gone to patreon.com slash realdavejackson to support the show with just a couple of bucks every month. Patrons get all kinds of bonus content, including voting on episode topics and bonus content at the beginning and end of every episode of a top three podcast that starts at $2 per month and is always greatly appreciated. I should also mention that patrons get lots of other bonus content related to my other podcast called Tales from the Backlog, and that's relevant today because this is a video game topic and that is a video game podcast. So if you like video games, I do another podcast called Tales from the Backlog. You'll find a link down in the show notes that is covering lots of video games, one game per episode. And with that being said, let us get on to our top PlayStation 2 games. And uh, this uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Top 3 Podcast, where we honor the time-old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. My name is Dave Jackson, back in the hosting chair. Thank you for keeping it warm last week, Bloodbath. Anytime. Love you, buddy. (laughs) Today, uh, I'm joined by the regular Top 3 crew with Aaron Angle. What's up? Alan Nichols. Hey, everybody. And like you just heard, fan favorite Bloodbath McGrath. Hey, I think I like I think what I like most about pretending to be Dave is telling his wife what to do all the time. Uh, <laughs> How really did that work out a, for you? Not well, not well at all, but definitely <laughs> gave me like, uh, you know, a sense of uh, superiority. Uh, being the host of the podcast, you get to look down at all the peons just making little, their little uh, comments and observations. You really That's get to true. like. Rule with an iron fist. Yeah, after Ratboy says something, you get to come back on and be like, oh, yeah, that was really interesting. Moving on. <laughs> yeah, I'll just say, Bloodbath, didn't you say like 14 collective words? <laughs> I was just mesmerized. All right, like legit side note. I think I said this on last week's podcast. I don't know a lot about sports, but I genuinely, like I, I really mean this genuinely enjoyed listening to you guys talk about it because it always sounds very interesting. It sounds like each one of you, including Aaron have like intelligent points to make and like very poignant observations. (laughs) It's uh, nice of you to include Aaron in that. Yeah. He wasn't listening at all. If that's the, if that's what he got from it. (laughs) All right. So uh, today we're going to talk about our top three PlayStation two games. It's been a while since we did a video game topic like this, Um, probably like a year since we did a video game topic. Last one was top three, like retro games we went back. And before that it was top three, super Nintendo games, I think long time ago. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so if this is your first time listening to the show, we've all made our top three lists of our top three PS2 games. We are all going to take turns going around. We all say our number threes, then our number twos, and then 
Number ones, that's right, you guessed it. Number one come at, comes after number two. Honorable mentions and then lots of community submissions. This time, a lot of people love PS2. So before we get into the lists, I do want to just kind of camp out here, talk a little bit about our personal histories with the PS2, and um, talk about how we made our lists. So well, uh, first of yeah. all, Dave, can I just ask, Alan, yeah. what are we considering PS2 games? I think games that you played on the PS2. Yeah. All right. And, yeah. and we're considering what to be games, Alan? Uh, <laughs> activities in which there are rules and some sort of winner and loser. Loser mm. is usually bloodbath. Um, but I think that really what we need to talk about here, and Bloodbath kind of touched on it a little bit, is that all of these PS2 games were also on Xbox. So, like, there are a lot of games that I didn't play on PS2 that are on there. I didn't choose mm. them. Um, Not all of them. Mostly because, no, well, a lot of them, though, at that point were appearing on, on PS2 and Xbox, at least yeah. a lot of the ones that I liked. Um, <laughs> the good ones. But, uh, yeah, the good ones, but I played them on Xbox. Yeah. Uh, because the PS2 controller was garbage. Ooh. And PS2 was kind of garbage, too. When you hard think dis- about hard, it. Hard, hard disagree. I mean, there is one I mean, game it- on my list that I played on the 360, but I put it on my list because it is that good of a game. So I'm going to go ahead and count it since it was on the PS2. And I will not be taking any questions. Aaron, question for you real quick. Uh, Hit me, so, baby. <laughs> yeah, you had a PS2, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Alan, you had a PS2, right? I did. And Bloodbath, did you have one? Absolutely. I had two. <laughs> one for each PS. Okay. He sweet. thought he had to buy two of them or it wouldn't work because it was yeah, it's called like the Pokemon. PS2. Yeah. No, I think I think we got one for Christmas one year. And then I think my grandma like bought me one for my birthday a couple years later. So I just let my sister have the first one. We each had our own. He- that's right. He That's got how you a do second it. one because the first one broke because it was garbage. They broke <laughs> oh, all the time. Uh, actually, that might actually be what happened. I think mine broke. Yeah, I didn't have a PS2, so uh, most of my experience with it is either playing on my roommate's PS2 in college or like playing over at one of your guys' house because uh, I had an Xbox and I had a GameCube. That was the other one I had during this time. Uh, so... How I made my list, though, is I tried to keep it to games that, like, I either played on a PS2 back in the day or games that came out for PS2 that I, like, emulated on, like, an emulator or something later. I didn't really dig in too much on those games that, like, also came out on Xbox, also came out in other places. There's one on my list that's like that. But um, it's on my list because we played it on the PS2. So that's kind of how I made my list and how I'm kind of like, you know, dealing with that whole thing. Because you're right, like a lot of the games that I remember fondly from this era were on like all three consoles or at least Xbox and PS2 for sure. 
Mm-hmm. No Nintendo exclusives on this list, obviously. <laughs> obviously. Right, but, but, no, I, I thought I, when we did this list, I was like, all right, cool. So I'm going to have three JRPGs and then a couple of JRPG honorable mentions. And when I went back and I started like looking at all these games, I could only think of like one or maybe two JRPGs that would even make my list. And one of them is. Uh, but I was surprised at how many games I came across when I was making my initial list that weren't even RPGs at all. Like, you know, sports games that I was looking for, like puzzle games, adventure uh-huh. games. I, I was really, really surprised at like the the spectrum of, of what was on PlayStation and, you know, also Xbox 360. Like I was generally surprised when I had finished my list and I was like, oh man, you have like four JRPGs on here. Yeah, I thought I would have like 20. So PS2, versatile machine a lot of really interesting it was like right in that time where like video games were really like really 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 starting to take off and you just had people putting out the wildest shit we looked at it we were going to make fun of bloodbath if he didn't show up right and we were going to do bloodbath's list for him so we looked (laughs) up lists of like the worst ps2 games and even that list was crazy i was like what there's multiple hello kitty games Oh my God. So yeah, yeah, so I was just generally surprised at like, you know, how many different kinds of uh, options that I have. And I was making this list when I initially was just like, oh, this is an all RPG list. So yeah, the PS2 has um, over 4,000 games that were released for it. And if I'm not mistaken, the PS2 was the best selling console from this, uh, the era against the Xbox, against the GameCube. It's just because they put a DVD player in it. Yeah, That's the DVD it. player was was clutch for sure cuz you weren't playing you weren't watching Rush Hour 2 on your GameCube. That's for sure. <laughs> uh I think we got a PS2 like 7th or 8th grade. So like junior high and like it definitely honestly it was like kind of the last console I had until uh just like this last year when I finally got like uh a PS4 or a couple years ago, but like P- PS2 was like the last console I really ever got into. And uh, Aaron's right, man. There's such a, there's such a wide variety of games on the system. And like, even like going through some of the listener submissions, I was like, Oh my God, dude, I forgot like just how much shit I played on PS. Like I started playing PS2 in junior high and I was still playing it in college. Like that's yeah. probably the longest I've spent with a game console. Uh, like, like a modern game console. Like, you know, I mean, I still have my Nintendo 64, but like for that time, it was still relevant from seventh grade from like 2000 to 2008. It was still like a relevant system. Yeah, for sure. I actually read they stopped producing it in 2013, which is crazy, but (laughs) yeah, dude, if you ever go back and look at uh, like video game Wikipedia's or like forums and stuff like that, uh, it is really interesting to see how long they keep making, uh, video games for like older consoles. Like they're like, they were still making like super Nintendo games, like into the two thousands. You just didn't hear about it. Wild. The mass media doesn't want you to know. So, um, the other thing for my list that I like took into consideration is a lot of games have become, uh, remastered and remade, uh, recently in the last, last like five years or so it's become really, really common. So, if there was a game that I played in like a remake version and never played the PS2 version of, then I, it's an honorable mention at best. I'm not going to put it on my like top three, so we'll see. But uh, my number three is Silent Hill 2, uh, which I played the PS2 version of um, on 
PlayStation used to have this like streaming service where you could uh, you could stream games called PS Now. They still have it, but it sucks ass now. It was a lot better a couple years ago, and I played Silent Hill Two there. And uh, for those that are not familiar with Silent Hill Two, uh, you play as a, uh, a guy named James who has to go into the town of Silent Hill to meet up with uh, his wife, who uh, is dead, but said that uh, she's waiting for him in Silent Hill. So he has to go in there. It's a horror game. It's not super scary, but it does have a really interesting, um, really interesting story. And even for a PS2 game, I thought that the uh, the way the graphics in the town was portrayed was, was really, really effective. And uh, yeah, any of you guys play Silent Hill 2? Hell fucking no, I didn't play Silent Hill 2. <laughs> I saw somebody, I don't remember who it was, it was, it was Arrington or it was Cody, like, I think they like rented it one time and like I watched them play for like 10 minutes and I was like, I'm going to go outside and throw a baseball to myself. This is terrible <laughs> uh, and I'm hating every second of it. Now, what I will say is I can't, who, who's the guy who created the series, Dave? The Silent Hill series? I'm not sure. Yeah. Right. Whoever that guy is, he's, he's, he's done a whole bunch of other stuff too. And like, I've just, you know, from an outsider perspective to somebody who doesn't play horror games, like those to me are the ones that I look at as like the, uh, as like the most well-crafted kinds of horror games. You know, they've been talking forever and ever about a Silent Hill game, like on a next gen system. They released that, uh, that, that PT, which was that playable trailer where you're walking through the same hallway over and over and over again. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. It was the same guy who did Silent Hill, and it was terrifying, dude. It was so scary, and I just cannot – I it just – you know, I, I like to say things don't scare me, but video games, man, like scary video games, mm-mm, I don't want no part of it. Hell no. I, I actually can't believe you played it. What I have noticed about you, Dave, over the last couple of years is how much more open-minded you are to the horror genre and how, more, and how much more often you have been playing those games. More power to you. Seems like a great game. Wouldn't touch it. Yeah, so Silent Hill 2 is not, it's not really that scary. It doesn't have jump scares. It's much more atmospheric. You don't have to really fight anything except for if something is like literally in your way. So it's definitely not like, you know, I've seen small clips of PT and that scares the fuck out of me and I will never, ever play it. Um, But Silent Hill 2 is not super scary in that way. Uh, I played the first Silent Hill for playstation and i think i've watched people play the second one uh they're really good i kind of and i kind of agree with dave a little bit like it's not super scary i think the first one's maybe a little more like it's more unsettling or like i guess a little bit more scary but like what i i like about the silent hill game is um like the resident evil games like definitely kind of try and be scary and like kind of freak you out and like they're they like definitely try and be disturbing and then there's stuff like um i don't know if you guys remember that arcade game like carnival uh where it's like the zombie carnival and like that's oh, like yeah. again like not really scary just kind of like uns- like it, it's very like halloween like unset like in a very like overly like unsettling like they're trying very much to like bother you with like the imagery and like the silent hill games like you can kind of see where they fit in with those but like they are like like david's described like way more atmospheric and like way more like low-key like it's like it's designed just to be way more like unnatural and like, you know, something's wrong, but it doesn't have to like be like this over the top, like display. It's, it's, I don't know. I I think they're really cool games personally. That, that tracks with my experience with silent Hill. I played silent Hill one, uh, for 15 minutes 
Uh, and all <laughs> I remember is that you run around in the fog. Uh, I yeah. never made it out of the mm-hmm. fog. And, uh, and so I stopped playing it. It seemed, seemed entirely unnecessary. But what I will say about horror video games, do you guys remember the suffering? I do. Oh, yeah. Also for yeah, PlayStation yeah. We played, I we played, we hung out on list. Yeah, we played that yeah. together. That uh, I remember that game because the protagonist of that game's name is Torque. <laughs> oh, I did did not remember this, the protagonist. <laughs> I didn't even remember who the protagonist was. Yeah, it's just like Torque. in an asylum. <laughs> Very scary. A lot of fun. R.I.P. to all of the salsa we ate. Yeah. yeah. R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, I love PlayStation I Resident Evil 4, though. Resident Evil 4 was a great game. PlayStation 2 is definitely the era of like games trying to be shocking like video game makers like trying to be, like really throw like the shock value um that audiences like you know playstation one there was everybody was like oh they can make games for adults now and like that was kind of cool but like playstation 2 is definitely where they like try to amp up like the shock value especially like in the early 2000s that was kind of what they had against microsoft right because microsoft didn't really go that direction in the early they, 2000s they were i think a lot of companies were using that against nintendo because they were like we're making uh, games okay. for adults and then like nintendo's like luigi's mansion yeah <laughs> right. you get zelda that was about it. game yeah 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 uh yeah zelda is uh zelda is a cartoon now look at that uh so yeah. all right so that's my number three silent hill 2 aaron what's your number three all right my number three is is this has to be the game that I put the most like amount of time into. Uh, it's going to be guitar hero two. Uh, guitar hero. (laughs) Guitar hero was a a a flash in the pan. You know what I mean? There was just, it was like one of those games that like, I, I I don't know. It'll always like be like linked to like college and those experiences to me, mainly because it was, it came out when we were in college, but like, I remember going with my Guitar Hero 2 and uh, moving into my freshman dorm for the first time. And I had Guitar Hero 2 and I had GameCube with Super Smash Brothers Melee on it. And everybody wanted to hang out in my room. Like, you know, Guitar Hero 2 is just such a a, a unique experience. Like Guitar Hero in general, Rock Band, it, it got really weird with like the realistic guitar and the dj hero and shit like that i wasn't like the biggest fan but it was just such a unique experience to play that you you i i can't think of any game that's come out since guitar hero that's like it in any way so i keep saying guitar hero guitar hero 2 is my number three because it took what guitar hero did and made it infinitely better we talked about this it's it's the difference between Super Smash Brothers on 64 and on Melee. They took all of these things, they made it infinitely better. It's the difference between the original Blitz game and Blitz 2000. I think uh, Guitar Hero 2 is when they introduced the the whammy bar. Uh, I think they introduced a, a bunch of different like strumming techniques and different things that you could do with the keys when you were playing it. But I just remember having so much fun like sitting in my dorm room and like smoking a bowl and just like hooking up another guitar and me and my friend playing bass on YYZ. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like just being able to like, it had so many more songs and yeah, I, I, I don't know, man, I put so much time into guitar hero too, specifically. Uh, and I would still always meet like one kid who could just play any song on X expert. What was that? Uh, I, I like through the fire and the flames. I don't know if that was on three or two, but I just, that was I knew on three. This, yeah, I knew this kid who could just fucking 100% that shit on expert. And I was like, what in the fuck? But anyways, 
I'm going off on a tangent, a, a unique video game series that you'll probably never see anything like it again. Just just a ton of fun being able to pretend like you are a rock star for a small amount of time. So, yeah, yeah, had to talk about it. Guitar Hero 2, number three. Yeah, Guitar Hero and Guitar Hero 2 were in combination as my number two. So I'll just go ahead and throw that out there. Fuck um, yeah, dude. You're right, dude. Like, it came out at the perfect time. The college experience, like, I was living in my dorm. Uh, you know, you move into your dorm, you want to try and meet people. And at the exact same time, like, for the time the ultimate social video game comes out, Guitar Hero. So I remember we we wanted to buy Guitar Hero 2. And we tried to catch a bus to Target, which was like a couple miles away. And the bus just never came. So we walked to Target and bought Guitar Hero and carried it back to the dorm with like that big ass case, you know, like walking across the city with it. Um, (laughs) It was that important to have it in our dorm room. And the other thing to mention is I can directly attribute some of my music taste, like the bands that I like to all the time I spent playing Guitar Hero. Cause it introduced you to like, not like super diverse music, but diversity within rock, you know, all different genres within that on the same thing. You had like the police and you had lamb of God and you had everything in between. <laughs> yeah, and Primus. so, yeah. yeah, Primus. So a lot of my music taste is directly from all that time playing guitar hero and also rock band, like shout out to rock band too. Rock band was a lot of fun. Uh, guitar hero three, not nearly good as guitar hero 2 and i would say guitar hero 2 benefits from just like a much better like curated playlist of songs like and it had the real songs that's the other thing guitar hero 1 had covers because they couldn't get the licenses guitar hero 2 they got the actual songs yeah and uh yeah dude like guitar hero just like fucking took over the world man like i remember it's funny you say that because it was the college game like Right around the same time that Guitar Hero 2 came out, like the Nintendo Wii came out Mm -hmm. and everybody got like real into Wii sports. Like that was everyone's big thing. But it's just like, dude, Guitar Hero's like legacy, like fucking blows away like anything with like Wii sports, man. Like, like, like beyond. And like it was going to be on my list, but I figured somebody else would talk about it at some point. But yeah, dude, like I remember just being like just everyone in the world fucking getting into guitar hero, like moms and dads and fucking grandparents, like little kids, like every fucking person. And you're right, Dave. It's so cool. If a game, like, you know, my dad who like never would have listened to Primus had to play like John, the fisherman on fucking guitar hero. Like there's something like pretty cool about the exposure that a lot of bands got. And they like, whoever like put the music together, for that game like really went for it too. Like, it's not a bunch of like, I guess if you're going to sit down at that point in time and make a list of songs for a video game that you play guitar for, it would be like Van Halen and, you know, like Eruption and, and a bunch of other like, you know, dinosaur acts. But like they found a really nice mixture of uh, music to put on there. So it was really cool. Yeah, for sure. Did uh did any of you guys ever play Rocksmith, which is the game where you plug in a real guitar and it like actually teaches you how to play real guitar? No, no, Dave, no. No, but that sounds cool. It is cool. I would say the only thing I really even liked about Rock Band was just the drum. Like, the guitar was fun, but, like, the drums, like, to me, felt like that was the closest to, like, really getting to play drums in front of people. Uh, Alan's back. Hooray! 
I don't. Can you I hear don't us, have Alan? Too much to say. Yeah, I can hear you guys. I don't have too much to say about it. Um, I didn't really like Rock Band or Guitar Hero, um, but I do like the music on them. And also, Aaron, it's YYZ. Ah, Jesus oh, Christ! Okay, oh, I, 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 I don't, I, Alan, I, hey, I, Alan, I, I would, don't you, would you mind you leaving again? Do you, want, <laughs> you want me to leave again, guys? Okay. Yeah, I, Alan, I, I don't care about Rush. Let me make that perfectly clear. That oh, was just well, hold on, play. Aaron, Aaron. Now I hold on, like now. don't, don't say something Aaron. crazy. Right? Yeah, I mean that's not a problem with me. That's a problem with Aaron. <laughs> yeah, Rush, is, I'm, Rush, I'm is, drinking, Rush is great. I'm drinking a Bush Peach, so you guys have to forgive me ahead of time. <laughs> uh, I'm um I'm I'm drinking a peach Italian wine cocktail frizzante. So uh, yeah, sounds pretty good at, for real. All right, Alan, what's your number three? Um, Madden O three or O four? I couldn't remember which one it was. Um, mm. It was the one that had Marshall Falk on the front of it. That's O3. I think that's three. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that game was great. Uh, like Aaron said, it was the last. That was the last time I was interested in playing sports games. Generally, outside of like Frank Thomas Big Hurt Baseball or NFL Blitz, something a little bit more arcadey um, than that. Madden No Four, Madden No Three. Right. Um, the Browns were decent, not great, but decent. They had a solid roster. They were coming off a playoff year, so that was fun. Uh, they had the greatest show on turf. You could play the Rams. Uh, they had Tory Holt and Isaac Bruce, Kurt Warner just winging the ball. It was Marshall Falk in the backfield. He was on the cover, so he was probably a 99. Uh, a lot of fun uh, that game was. Last time that I really enjoyed a sports game. That's all I got. I would say that Madden 05 was the last good Madden game. That's the one with Ray Lewis on the cover. But that... 02, 03, 04, 05 is the golden age of Madden. And it's not like, it's not like me being like an old man yelling at clouds. Like I played Madden all the way through like 2012. Uh, I played every year after that and they just kept getting worse. Um, The, the more they tried to make it realistic, the less realistic it became. Uh, I played Madden 23 uh, last year and it sucks. Like, it's just, it's just a bad game. And then I booted up Madden 05 and I was like, yeah, this is, this is fucking great. Love this. What's the sweet spot with that though, Dave? Cause like, I don't hear people, like I haven't heard people talk about that Madden since like 03, 04, 05. Like, oh, what, it's as is popular it just, as ever. Yeah. People are still buying really? it for sure. But yeah. like, what, what about it is not good now? Is it just too realistic? Like the controls don't feel it, so, so to me, mm. so to me, it should have to change like a little bit over time. And so what it what it is, so it, d- it does that. But like the the biggest issue that I have is exactly what Dave said is they are trying to make such a realistic football game and they don't have a proper engine to make it as realistic as it needs to be to be good. It comes off clanky. It comes off like I know how to play football and I can not like, you know, I'm not like a fucking, you know, book wizard or scheme wizard or anything like that. But like, you know, if if a guard's supposed to pull, <laughs> the guard should pull. They shouldn't get stuck on the center because your engine sucks you know what i'm saying so dave hit it right on the dot it tried to be too realistic and i just think it made it boring i think it made it clunky i i I just don't think it makes sense like it's like almost like they're trying to make it like chess and that's not what football is what what happens with me with the new maddens is they have put in all of these like incredible animations for tackles and jumps and interceptions and stuff 
but like however it works to like tell them to like okay it's time for this tackling animation it's it feels super artificial to be like running and then snap into like this super weird animation to tackle somebody like so your players like they look incredible they they move really smoothly but they do the most unnatural shit that doesn't make any fucking sense and it's just not just not good alan question for you i'm looking at the browns roster from madden 2003 who do you think is the highest rated player Ooh, you gotta um, let me have a guess too after Alan, okay though. madden 03 probably william green uh William Green is a 76 overall, not not very highly rated. Uh, no, can I guess? Can I guess? Okay. Yeah, this is this would be the 2002 season. Can I guess? Sure. Is it Kellen Winslow? No, this is before no. Winslow was drafted. Was... Damn it! I wait. I thought the two un- Earl Griffith. <laughs> <laughs> Robert Ooh. Griffith is an 88 overall, not the Ooh. highest. Oh wow, Ross Verba. Ross Verb is a 75. No, the highest on the team is Courtney Brown. Dude, I knew oh, it was okay. going to be a defense. I knew it was going to be was a defensive lineman. Yeah. Man, that's funny. That was when people were still optimistic about Courtney Brown. It was only his second year, and they were like, ah, oh, his bones aren't made of glass. It only happened yeah. the one time. That was uh, the year I had t- to play with Tommy Maddox a lot. I remember. Tim Couch, 81 overall. Kelly Holcomb, 47 overall <laughs> rating. <laughs> uh, yeah. Kelly Holcomb is the best Browns quarterback. And that's what's fucked up. Yeah. So, okay. So that was Allen's uh, number three, Madden 03. Bloodbath, what's your number three? All right. My list, I'm going to say up front, is a real basic bitch ps2 list like okay i went through all the games like these are just the ones that i enjoyed the most like there's there's more obscure games i gotta talk about for sure and i don't know if i went back and played any of those games today i'd really even appreciate them i feel like each of these games i could play today and have a fucking ball so uh number three final fantasy 10 boy. yeah great answer dude as soon as we got a PlayStation 2, the first game that I got with it was Final Fantasy X, and holy shit. Like, always been a big Final Fantasy fan. Everything, you know, 1 through 10 are great. I still think I would say that Final Fantasy VII is my favorite, although, like, I did go back and, like, revisit the entire story of that game, and holy shit, I forgot how bananas it gets. Like, Jesus (laughs) Christ. The second and third acts of that game are, like... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like just off the fucking rails. Yes, they are. Um, Final Fantasy X, I think, is the last Final Fantasy game that had like a really good story that kind of felt like it. It was like cohesive and sort of felt like it was crafted in like a uh, like a really like meaningful way. Um, the aesthetics of it, I think, are real cool. Like the a lot of the kind of like. Uh, Eastern influences and like the steampunk stuff that they were doing. Um, it's just really neat, like different uh, and the graphics, like the graph, like at the time I was like, Jesus Christ, I didn't know they can make like video game graphics that look this fucking cr- uh, crazy. And even today, like 22 years later, it still looks that good. It looks phenomenal. Um, I like the combat system. It was a little, that was like when they started making a little bit of a change from the like strictly turn-based system and started incorporating more elements. So it felt like it played a little bit differently. It felt like it was a little bit more accessible. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's just a great game. It's a it's a great Final Fantasy game that I feel nobody talks about anymore. Oh, people talk about it because it's my number one uh, Final Fantasy yeah, ten like by <laughs> by far my favorite PS two game. Um, the setting is interesting because it's not you know Final Fantasy kind of flip back and forth between like fantasy setting and then sci fi and then like sci fi again and then fantasy again and then Final Fantasy ten is like. Pacific Island setting totally different from the rest of the series. And I agree with you, man. Final Fantasy 10 has the best combat in the entire Final Fantasy series, at least the main mainline games um, of which I've played most of them enough to feel comfortable saying something like that. Like if the, the combat in Final Fantasy 2 is better, you can at me. I give you permission, but I doubt it. Um, the other thing is uh, you're right about the story. The story's like the last final fantasy story that I felt like you said was like really cohesive, really well told from the beginning with characters that are uh, likable and memorable. Um, I played final fantasy 12 did not like the characters in the bit that I played, I played all of final fantasy 13. Don't remember a single thing about any of the characters and uh final fantasy 15 is a fucking mess. So 10 is the last really good mainline series by the time this episode comes out, 16 will have released, and that looks like it's going to be fucking great. I can't wait. But 10 is my favorite, along with 6. They're like 1A, 1B uh, for different things. Different games have strengths over the other. So I'm with you, man. That's my number one. And I would also say, too, uh, the the skill and magic uh, building system on there, I don't like as much as some of the other games. I think the other ones made it a little more streamlined. I, when I, and I haven't played it in a long time, but I remember playing it. And I was like, Oh dude, like this is, seems way more confusing than it needs to be. Um, but I will say uh, one more thing on the graphics. I think that's the last game. That's the last era of video games on a console where I feel like that kind of like quote unquote, like anime style of character design and, and graphic design really worked well for the system like that made sense like it it the look and feel of that really shines well versus like the more realistic uh style of graphics and character design that like other games would like go on to do in the future i think that was like the apex of like where you know this is clearly like a not it's not a naturalistic art style but like it works for this hardware really well if that makes sense it it was the best looking PS2 game that I ever played, like by far. And I don't know, I think because I think this was the attempt at realistic graphics back then, like the best that the PS2 could do. And I think that like there's a lot of games these days that come out with like there's a lot that do like that realistic style, but there's a lot that also have like really stylized graphics and art styles that like really stand out. It's just now, you know, PCs now and consoles now can do whatever graphical style you want to do. They can do it now. So people can do whatever they want. All right. I'm going to I'm just going to jump in real quick because like uh, the it's 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 not on my list, but it is one of my very few honorable mentions that I have. I'm going to echo the point that both Dave and Bloodbath made where I totally feel like it was the last, I guess, real Final Fantasy game. It was the last game that made me feel like I was playing a Final Fantasy game uh, for all of the reasons that you guys said, the characters, the story, the world building, the battle system, blah, blah, blah. I'm with Dave. I have not played a Final Fantasy game since then. 
that I thought was really great. And I think in the grand scheme of RPGs, I do think it kind of gets lost. I, th- I think a lot of people give it credit and say it's their favorite game. But I think when people are talking about the greatest RPGs ever made, Final Fantasy X doesn't really ever make, you know, m- make a huge jump into the top when it absolutely should be. Two things about Final Fantasy X that I think separate it from other Final Fantasy games. One is I don't remember what they're called, like the the, the Besed or something like that, and they speak a different language. The and Albed. The Albed, and slowly throughout the game, uh, you can find like like texts or books or whatever that will kind of teach you their language a little bit. So every time you talk to one of them and they're speaking to you in that language, like it fills in like the English letters so you can so slowly throughout the game you're like learning their language which is very very cool uh and then the one thing we didn't talk about Blitzball the greatest maybe mini game in any video game ever created uh it's it's a fun little sports game where you're giant orb of water and you're basically playing soccer but you're throwing a ball around but you could travel the world and recruit players to your team and they all had different stats and stuff like that it was awesome I'm going to stop right now because this is your guys' game right here, but Final Fantasy X is wonderful. It is a magnificent RPG, and I'm glad we got to talk about it, but I figured somebody would. Oh, man. Blitzball has not hold up. I am uh, I'm sad I can't to even imagine. It does Cannot not hold even up. Imagine. No, it's, I loved it the first time I played it, and then I played Final Fantasy X a couple years ago, and I was like, this fucking sucks. Yeah, well, you just gotta hope that they do an FF10 remake like they're doing Final Fantasy VII. They never, ever will, but could you imagine if they just made a Blitzball video game? Like, you know, could, could you imagine? That'd be so fucking sick. I don't know, man. <laughs> I bet it would be absolute garbage. So I played Final, Final Fantasy X is the only... Uh, the only Final Fantasy game I've ever played for more than more than like a, a single rental. I owned Final Fantasy X. I I don't know what happened to it. It it disappeared at some point, but uh, it was fun. It was a pretty game, like you said. It it looked great for the PS2. I liked. I actually did like the character building system. I thought that the mapping system they used with the orbs was it was neat. It's kind of reminiscent of the way that the Elder Scrolls has moved to do theirs. And I dig that. I don't know, but you guys like Final Fantasy games that much? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, huh. yeah I do. All right. Interesting. I I guess I just don't get the appeal of them. Well, it's, Alan's like, I'm not a nerd. So <laughs> it's, uh, it's interesting because like, they're all different. So if you hate... Like, for example, like, I don't like Final Fantasy VII that much, but I like six and I like 10, and then I don't like 12. So, like, just because you like even the one in the series doesn't mean you're going to like the next one because they're all pretty different. So, I so mean, I liked 10 and I played seven a little bit and I yeah. didn't like it. And then I played, I think it was, I don't remember which one it was. It was like a little fella with a hood and some orange eyes and he did magic <laughs> probably nine. Oh, that's yeah. nine yeah yeah okay yeah, and, yeah. Nine's good. Alan just doesn't really like fun. jrpgs i'm just not a jrpg guy i get it yeah, i get it should, i know people should, uh, fucking hate jrpgs yeah nine's good alan you should check out six you can buy it on switch right now oh okay you'll is hate it, it. <laughs> like t- is it top down sort of thing yeah it's a super nintendo game so oh okay that, that older style yeah and then listen to tales from the backlog uh coming soon with me and aaron yeah cross promotion that's how we <laughs> fucking do it yeah to buy hey, that to the old republic oh yeah that's right 
Um, okay, so that was Bloodbaths number three, and also my number one, Final Fantasy X. My number two has also been said it was the combo of Guitar Hero and Guitar Hero mm-hmm. 2. So, Aaron, what's your number two? All right, my number two is a Rockstar game, and it's going to be Bully. Did did you guys ever <laughs> did you guys ever play Bully? I rented it uh, for Xbox. Yeah. Maybe that sounds familiar, dude. I'm going to tell I you, Bully. Play Bully. It's the Bully's a great game. So, quick synopsis: You're this kid. You're you're like a bad kid. You're like a teenage Bart Simpson, right? And you keep getting kicked out of all these boarding schools. So they decide to send you to this very wealthy military style boarding school called Bullworth, right? And you're the new student in school and you basically have to survive like one year of school at this, like, yeah, at this military style boarding school. Uh, it's a rock star game. People who made grand theft auto and stuff like that. So you can kind of imagine what the game is. It's you're just running around this school campus. You get to go to the town. Uh, you can fight anybody. Now, when I, when I say you can fight anybody, I bet Dave is thinking, Aaron, you couldn't possibly mean you can punch the younger girls in the game. And Dave, you would be wrong. You can straight up slap the shit out of an 11 year old girl and bully if she looked at you weird. Right? Uh, bully is, it's, 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 it's very silly. Like, you know, I, I, I don't know how to describe it. I really wish they would make a Harry Potter. Like, I played Hogwarts Legacy and it was fine. I couldn't backhand anybody I wanted. I couldn't throw a brick. <laughs> I couldn't throw a brick at the principal, you know, if I wanted to, you know. But wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What's the objective in this game? Like just to yeah. be a piece of shit. So basically, <laughs> like, just, you, you're just you're a assault. You're, you're, you're a new kid, right. yes, that and is you have that. you have that to try 100% and <laughs> you have to try and stay out of trouble. And pass your classes, but you are constantly <laughs> tempted by other students to do bad things. And if you're wondering, well, Aaron, you probably didn't do the bad things, man. You would be wrong again, Dave. Uh, I did everything that was bad. They had lawnmower missions where you just had to like mow lawns, and I would just mow them <laughs> wrong so that the person would yell at me, and then I could throw a brick at them or pick up my skateboard and put them in the face with it. Like, right? it's, 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 it's literally the best way. No, it is It is so funny. It is literally the, the best way I can describe it is it's Grand Theft Auto, but at a private military-style boarding school. It is fucking wonderful, and you have to like go to classes, and you have to plat pass your classes by playing different like little mini games and stuff. But if you don't, you get punished with things like not being able to go like, like you get a curfew punishment where you, you can't be out after dark. I always was cause I was fast and I had to skateboard, but like they do punish you for not doing well in school. They, the, the game will punish you for being mean to other students. I'm going to tell you this. I, I, I played this game like right, right around when I got out of college and I had just broken up with my girlfriend and I was just like, so like, I, I was just like so depressed, dude. And so I bought bully for like $8 from GameStop and I sat in my room for like a week straight and I 100%ed bully. I, it is the, like, I think it's the only game I've ever 100%ed <laughs> st- straight up. But yeah, I'll, I'll stop talking about it. Dude, bully is awesome. Hey, Grand Theft Auto, but you're at a boarding school. There's no guns. Yeah, a lot of imagination. The main character is really, really funny. All of the adult characters are like Clancy Wiggenbottom and things like that. And you just get to throw bricks at him. You just like you just hit a little girl with a skateboard. She looks at you weird, dude. It, it let you do exactly what you wanted to do if you were given that sort of freedom. And Rockstar is really, really good about doing those things. So had to talk about it. 
one of my Aaron, favorite games of all time. Number two, Bully. Aaron is Aaron is secretly just a very angry person. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> no, love this. Is this why uh, video games exist. I love that Aaron's intro story and then his favorite part of the about the game being beating women is just like right on brand for Aaron. No, no, Alan, Alan, Alan. It's it's a metaphor, you see. End of statement. <laughs> is it? <laughs> What's the metaphor? You, that you can do whatever you he want. He didn't say to. it was a good metaphor. The, right. Yeah, yeah. I I don't even think I said it was a metaphor now that I think about it. But it's it's just it's it's wonderful. And if you like games like Grand Theft Auto, you'll love the game. It's it's just it's just very silly. And if you can think of something that you want to do in the game, the game doesn't like for the most part, it doesn't punish you for thinking that way. Like it lets you do those things at your own leisure. And I love games like that. Dude, so I I I I rented it. I don't remember much about it. I remember playing it, but that's that's it. But what I do know is that like I hang out in the uh, the Discord server for uh, Tales from the Backlog and a Top Three podcast. Little plug, plug. I hang out there a lot, and there's a lot of people talking about video games all the time. And Bully is like it comes up when people start talking about Rockstar games, and people are like, "Yeah, I'm kind of tired of Grand Theft Auto," but like you know what game was really good? Bully was really good. So like people still talk about it. They, they should 100% remake it or make a second one. I think there was like, there was something that I read about one time where it, 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 was, it wasn't Rockstar. It was like Rockstar, like Vancouver or whatever. And they were like going to make another one. And then they didn't because of, you know, financial reasons or they got absorbed by a bigger part of Rockstar or something like that. And it never came to light. I am very excited to play Grand Theft Auto 6, like whenever it comes out. But I would be way, way, way more excited if they made like another bully game. It's just like I said, it's not over the top like Grand Theft Auto. I am pretty sure it was still it had to have been rated M or teen because of how violent the game is and how sexually suggestive the game can be for you being a 15 year old kid. Uh, But I would be way more excited to play a new bully game than I would any Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah, I dig. So, okay, Aaron's number two was Bully. And Alan, what's your number two? My number two was uh, Star Wars Starfighter. Uh, It was essentially a remake of Rogue Squadron, but they made different levels. And the controls worked essentially the same. And it was was a whole (laughs) lot of fun. Uh, mostly because I really enjoy Rogue Squadron and Star Wars, and that's uh, uh, that's the tail of the tape there for Star Wars Starfighter. Very simple game, different setting, so not quite as good as Rogue Squadron, uh, but a minus. I'm pretty sure I had that one that that takes place during like the prequel minus. era. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that was very funny. <laughs> Yeah, I think it is in the prequels. You fly as you have the little yellow Naboo starfighters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I played <laughs> that game. It's not bad. I don't, it's not like there was something like real, and I guess maybe it's just like a hardware thing. Like Rogue Squadron was real. Like I don't know, man. There was like a like just the the texture to like the the gameplay and the levels and and the and the flight dynamics and stuff like that. Just it felt different. Like. Like uh, Starfighter was just like so smooth and like just the perspective was kind of weird on it. Like I couldn't enjoy it as much, but like it was a good game. I I think I I think I beat it. I know I had it. Starfighter was it was kind of like the in between with 
Rogue Squadron and Battlefront 2. Like Battlefront 2, I feel like they did a different sort of system for the flight. Which is the part that I liked about Starfighter, obviously, uh, because I'm I think it was. I'm surprised Battlefront based. Two wasn't your pick. I didn't play it on PS2. I played it on Xbox because yeah, the controller was garbage on PS2. Oh, it man, was the awful. old the old Xbox controller was garbage too. That shit was giant. So I got a. I had a used Xbox, and I got the smaller controller with it. Okay, not the Duke. Yeah, not the not the <laughs> giant one that you had to use three hands to work. I mean, yeah, like not like the N sixty four controller where you had to use three hands to work, <laughs> which was perfect. No, 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 no. Yeah, <laughs> no, we all we all know it was perfect. You you just had to learn how to move your hands. Yeah, helped with dexterity. You have to hang upside down from the ceiling and use your tongue. <laughs> uh, can we mute him? <laughs> you can't no. know how to do that yet. You, you he, totally can. No, like 90% of the people on Patreon are here because of Aaron, so. Oh, God. Uh, that has got to be terrible. I never played yeah. this game, but here's what I will say is like, when I imagine like the kind of Star Wars game I want to play, like I, I've never played Knights of the Old Republic, a giant MMO, like Star Wars MMO sounds fucking awesome. Just never had anything to play it on. But like when I think about like a Star Wars video game and like my ultimate Star Wars fantasy, it's it's flying a ship around and, and, and fighting in the space battles, right. shooting down other ships and dodging and stuff like that. Like those are always... At least when I was little, those are my favorite parts of the movies where at the end when they would attack the Death Star or whatever the fuck. So like, I, I again, I never played it, but I understand the allure of a Star Wars game like that. I love Rogue Squadron. Like, I love that game. And if it's anything like that, then it's probably amazing. You uh, you should keep your eye out because there's a new like there's an open world Star Wars game coming out like next year or maybe like two years or something where you can like run around on the planets and then like fly up in space and get into space combat and shit. So uh, they're going to release it too early. It's going to bust and they'll release it again two years later for 15 bucks. And maybe I'll remember to play it. There we go. I'll wait that's, until it comes out way. for switch. <laughs> Is it coming out for switch? Absolutely not. Yeah, no dude. way. Yeah, no. man. Uh, I just need to work on that. I did see you can make spaceships in the new Zelda game and like homing rockets and, and uh, yeah, I saw a, a YouTube video where people were putting dicks on everything. That was very funny. You can also do that. Yeah, you can make yeah. your dick shoot fire. It's uh, it's great. Game of the year. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll put it back in. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Alan's number two, Star Wars Starfighter. Uh, I never played that one, but um, I liked Rogue Squadron. Better version of Rogue Squadron. Who says no? Why not? Uh, okay, Bloodbath, what's your number two? All right, my number two, uh, again, probably somewhat of the basic white bitch uh, version of the PS2 games. Uh, Number two, Max Payne. Ooh. Ooh, interesting. Uh, Dude, I fucking adore this game. It's so much fun. Um, For anybody who's not familiar, Max Payne is a third person, like action uh, shooter game. Uh, I don't really know what you call it. Um, anyway, but you play it's like the character Max Payne. It's kind of a crime noir. Um, it's super gritty, uh, kind of like super bleak um, story. The story is amazing. I think it's really, really good. I think it's super interesting. It's a long game. Um, but, you know, you just go in and you shoot people. But the fun mechanic with this game is that it came. It has the bullet time 
function. So like, you know, you can, you know, there's bad guys behind the door and you can go like dive into the room and like slow-mo and like turn around and like shoot the guys on the behind you and in front of you and around you You can slow things down and, and dive behind a corner. And it's, it's super, super fun. You can do it a million different ways. There's no like set way to play it. You it's, you know, you can totally change the cameras and and angles. Um, And it makes it really fun because there's a ton of levels where you're chasing a guy through like an apartment building or you're going through a level, like a warehouse with a bunch of bad guys and you can play it differently each time. It's got a lot of replay, uh, value to it um it's just good it's just a nice like fun shooter like um you know it's got a real kind of gritty uh crime drama story that's i thought at least the first couple times i played through it was like genuinely interesting um it's a super cinematic game it's like one of the first games i really felt like it was a movie that you were like participating in very cinematic a lot of cool scenes a lot of cool maneuvers and gameplay um yeah, I don't know. The only thing I could say you could kind of knock it with, it, it does get very uh, repetitious. Um, there's like 100 levels, and I think 75 of them are pretty much identical. Like, you kind of can... You, there's three parts <laughs> to the game, and like you can kind of get confused on what chapter and what story and what part you're playing in, because it just kind of repeats itself a lot. But uh, it, I don't know, man. I loved it. The sequel's really good, too. Yeah, I've only seen clips from this game, but it's always clips of you, like, diving headfirst into a room slowing down time shooting a bunch of people and like that is that how the bullet time triggers is just by like doing those dives so one of the buttons you have to get so much bullet time like you collect uh like you get it through like um uh, is it is it like a is it like a meter or something it's, it's a meter it's him taking painkillers isn't it no well no painkillers is what gives you health like no you oh. like get the meter <laughs> You fill the meter up by like shooting people and like not getting, not taking damage and stuff like that. But like when the meter's full, you can like just turn it on and like anything you do is just in slow mo bullet time. Or nice. there's a, or you can hit certain buttons and you can like do the dive or the roll or you can do something like that. But it's the mechanics are just open enough to where you can do it. You can play it differently every time and do it differently every, every time you play it. There's no like it's no, they're not like set up like quick time events or animations or anything like that. It's different every single time. Like you can like you fully control it. Like you go into bullet time and you can just turn the camera any direction. You can turn him in any direction you want to go. Hell yeah. yeah. I never played this. Either of you other guys play this? No, no. My, my friend had it. And uh, it, the the jumping into rooms and shooting thing was always very cool. Uh, and also like uh, there's like a picture from the game. Uh, of just Max Payne making a very weird face and pointing a gun that became a meme like four years ago for a little bit. And that's how I was <laughs> like that. So I was like, Oh yeah, that's right. That was a video game. Uh, I am going to get the picture and send it to the, to the GC. And I think you should figure out a way to use it for our tag picture for the episode. Cause it is very, very silly. Okay. Can do. <laughs> All right. So that's bloodbaths. Mm. Number two, Max Payne. And uh, my number one, we've already talked about, it's Final Fantasy X. Um, I can't wait to play Final Fantasy X 2 sometime soon, but I got to replay X again for the for the fourth time or something like that before. So uh, that was my number one, Final Fantasy X. Aaron, what's your number one PS2 game? So my number one PS2 game is like, is Final Fantasy adjacent? It's uh, It's the first Kingdom Hearts game. Uh, I think that 
Kingdom Hearts is more like what Final Fantasy games are today than what like Final Fantasy X was. I actually more so look at like a game like Kingdom Hearts and I could say like that was Square's jump off point to what the like what Final Fantasy became today. Uh, I, I remember reading it in like Game Informer or, or some dumb magazine uh, when I was a little kid uh, or when I was younger and it was just like, hey, you like Disney, right? And I'm like, yes, ma'am, I do. Well, you also <laughs> like Final Fantasy games, right? And I'm like, that's really weird. I also like that. And they're like, well, you are going to love this. We are making an <laughs> RPG that has both Final Fantasy characters and Disney characters. In you, them. And I was, I was you like, are going to shit your pants, <laughs> little kid. <laughs> I, I was like, pause, just came. Let me clean up. and I'm going to come back and finish reading this thing. So I... I, I, I love Kingdom Hearts. I think, you know, for a PlayStation, I, and I think it was like, I, I think Kingdom Hearts 2 was also on PlayStation 2. And I know a lot of people really like that game, but I, 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 I had to stop playing it. I just, I just thought it was too long. And, and I, I thought the story got really funky and all that. But the, the original Kingdom Hearts, like not only was it just like a well-oiled machine of a video game, it's Sora. He's the main character. His sword is a giant key called the Keyblade fucking awesome uh his two uh teammates throughout the game are goofy and donald also just hilarious right and they're just <laughs> they're trying to find mickey mouse he's the king they're trying to find king mickey that's their whole what thing. happened to america what happened to what to what king mickey? To mickey so at the end of the game they like it's been so long but at the end of the game they like find him they're like hey mickey we found you hooray and he like walks into this light or whatever and he just like disappears it's like all right cool so there's going to be a second game <laughs> got it uh but just as far as like a video game goes like i said it's it's smooth it's clean the battle system is fun the graphics are are are, are awesome uh it, it it, it holds that same feel to me that like Final Fantasy IX held. Like it, it, it's like that kind of world where it's kind of it's kind of storybooky and it's 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 still like very much ingrained into like a hardcore RPG. Like you definitely have to like level up and blah 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 and collect shit like that. But the story of Kingdom Hearts was so good. I remember the very beginning of the game. It's like you, it's like Riku, and it's like Kyrie, and you're sitting on this island. You guys just live there, and it's fun. And then whatever it was called, like the darkness or the nightmare or whatever, comes to your island. And there's this like gripping scene where like you and I, I believe it's Kyrie get fucking separated, and you have to walk into this tree, like 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 this hollow tree, and it takes you to the world that like the rest of the game plays in. But like the the, the music and and and, and the um, it, it was like it was like kind of scary dude like that video game will always hold like a bunch of weight to me because not only were they like disney characters boom you love it final fantasy characters boom you love it but to also be like that great of a video game to play with that great of a story with that nice of graphics and music like that to me is the ultimate playstation game is kingdom hearts and i definitely fell out of the series i i, I was so like put off by kingdom hearts 2 that i just kind of i just kind of lost interest in it but singularly kingdom hearts one of my favorite all-time games had to talk about it number one. Oh yeah i never played any of these but i do want to give a shout out to friend of the show eric from the unlockables podcast who's written in top threes many times uh, on his show the unlockables if anyone out there loves Kingdom Hearts, he is doing a like comprehensive breakdown and explanation of the story of Kingdom Hearts, which if you just listen to Aaron right there, you might think, hey, that sounds a bit complicated. Oh, oh that guy's going to make Aaron look wrong. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, also that. But um, 
it's the the story of Kingdom Hearts always sounds like the uh, the Pepe Silvia thing to me. Uh, but <laughs> this uh, Eric is doing a great job over there. So I want to give him a shout out in lieu of me talking about a game I've never played. Yeah. I never played the Kingdom Heart games. I know there's a ridiculous fandom for these games and people love them. I'm sorry. I'm going to be that guy. I just think the fucking fact that Disney characters are mixed with like anime, like Final Fantasy type characters. is just weird to me. I, get I don't. It. I don't <laughs> think I could seriously play a game where I have to fight alongside a goofy and feel like there's like weight or like stakes to it. I'm sorry. You didn't say like Donald too. You were like just goofy is the part that fucks me. No, goofy's Donald, enough. Mickey, like they're all like, like, like sorry, like old like school Disney characters are like the dumbest like things in the world to me. Like I don't get Disney. I don't get like the fucking like worship people have for like Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck and Goofy and all this shit, especially in like a fantasy RPG setting. I think it's just fucking weird. Uh, well, I was too busy listening to the Ramones when he was seven to give any single <laughs> fuck about this. <laughs> Donald Duck took care of his three orphaned nephews. Bloodbath, <laughs> Blood okay? God. Here's, here's the, here's the thing. Yeah, Bloodbath. Like, yes, today, if there's a new game that came out and was like, Hey, Dave's your favorite characters from final fantasy 10. And, Disney characters. They're going to fight alongside Ariel and fucking, you know, the, 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 the chick from frozen. I'd be like, okay, that's, I'm not playing that. It's not for me, but like kingdom hearts came out in 2002, I think something like that. So like back then, hell yeah, I would have been in, I just didn't have a PS two. Otherwise it, I probably would have played it too. I never played it. Never played it. It just works so well, dude. Like Moogles are save points in that game. It's like so what? So Moogles. Do you know what a Moogle is, Alan? No, it's a Moogle. Then Explain it to me. Fuck up. Teach me, Aaron. Teach <laughs> me. So a Moogle is a tiny little white bear from the Final Fantasy series, uh, with a tiny little like, like red palm. Oh, Any, I've anyway. Seen those. It is. Yeah. They're, they're one of the mascots for the series. Yeah, yeah. so sure, it, yeah. they're they're adorable, right? And in they're this bears. game, okay, they're little tiny, like right. And in this game, they are save points, so you could get through like a ten, like because this game is hard too. This isn't an easy RPG by any means. It's it's one of the reasons why it's so good. But you would like get through like a grind or like a really hard fight and blah blah blah. And this is back where like if you didn't find a save point, you're wasting your entire day, like type stuff. So like you would get to the end of a huge like slog of a grind and you would just like roll up and you would see a Moogle and you'd be like, oh, my God, hooray, a Moogle. I can <laughs> save my, I can go eat lunch. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I love Kingdom Hearts so much, dude. I just, yeah, I, I just, I, I couldn't get into the rest of the series like I could the first one. Maybe it was because I was just older, I, I think. Maybe. I don't know. A lot of people seem to not like Kingdom Hearts 3 very much and now they're making Kingdom Hearts 4. So, all right. So that was Aaron's number one, Kingdom Hearts. Alan, what's your number one PS2 game? Um, my number one PS2 game is oh, The Lord of the Rings: Return of the King. Ooh, uh, great game! Yeah, this is a great game. Uh, basic hack and slash game, pretty much side scrolling. I, I mean, like some third person aspects to it. A little bit of 3D in there. Uh, but you you just 
it ran through the movies, not the books, the movies. Um, and you played in all the big fights and you just, you killed orcs and, uh, trolls and like, I think a Nazgul at one point. Uh, yeah. it, it was a lot of fun. Uh, you built your character up. So it had like a little bit of an RPG aspect of it. Cause you continued building your character throughout, uh, the levels, uh, to get upgrades because some of the levels were really difficult. Despite it being a like a really straightforward hack and slash game. Yeah, and I got to be honest with you. I loved the Two Towers video game way, way more. Like when you're able to fight like in the Helm's Deep fight was one of like the most memorable like video game experiences that I can remember having. Like I, I Return to the King, I, I don't really remember as much when I said great game. I was like great game because it probably was because Two Towers was a great game. But when I think of like a Lord of the Rings game, the Two Towers ones, what comes out to me that playing through that battle at Helm's Deep was See, I feel like I feel like they did a better job with Minas Tirith, the battle at Minas Tirith, than they did Probably. with the battle at Helm's Deep. Yeah, um, they had more stuff to do with it, you know. Totally. Yeah, and I mean, it came out like a couple years later, and so they had kind of refined the system a little bit. Because I played Two Towers, and Two Towers was great, um, like the exact same kind of game, just in different settings. Um, yeah, they're they're both great. But mm-hmm. I, I think fun. the Return of the King is better than the Two Towers. Um, one of the things I liked about them too is that like you play through the game as like Frodo or Aragorn or Legolas or whatever, and then you unlock new characters and you could play through the the entire game as like Sam or as like Mary or or Gandalf or something like that. And mm-hmm. I had so much fun just replaying it over and over with like all the different characters. Those <laughs> Lord of the Bob Rings games were great. Yeah. Um, and the ones for Game Boy Advance were cool too. Those were like like little Diablo type games. Uh, so they're just crushing it with the Lord of the Rings games. But it's not on yeah, my list because I played it on GameCube back then. Shout out to the Fellowship of the Ring game, which was made by a different company and like entirely different. It was a a pretty straightforward RPG style game. I really enjoyed it. I didn't put it on my list because I. Uh, I, because it, it, I only played it the one time. It wasn't uh, exciting, really, but it was a lot more true to the story, um, to the Fellowship of the Ring story. And you played as Frodo, and then you played as Aragorn, and then you played as Gandalf, or no, as Gandalf, and then as Aragorn. And it went from the beginning at Bilbo's birthday party up until um, the fight at Weathertop. It was really cool. Let, let, let it also. I believe it's also on PlayStation Two. They had a Hobbit game that kind of had like a very cartoony, like uh, like mm-hmm. Wind, Wind Waker esque style graphics. Uh, yeah, it was like that, a platformer, like a three D platformer. And and I had that game, and I really enjoyed that game too. That game was I cool. Remember, that was fun. I remember playing that game at your house and thinking that this game is terrible. I want to play Madden again. <laughs> I don't want to be Aaron's friend anymore. What's yeah. Bloodbath doing? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm. also, yeah. Yeah, those Lord of the Rings games are good. So, uh, so shout out to those. And uh, yeah, Bloodbath. Did you play any of these? Uh, I've actually played all those games. Um, Two Towers was fun. That's the one everybody was like into or whatever. Like that was like the big one that came out. But like something about it, like it, like the the animation and the graphics and the gameplay, like it just felt like. It just felt like it felt bo- like I know it was cool, but like if it also like just felt like really boring, like it didn't feel like it was hard or had any stakes to it. It's just like, OK, like just like mull down like all these orcs like it's over. Cool. 
Um, it That's just a felt genre. Like, real, like I mean, is. it just felt like it was very repetitious. I'll tell you the genre of that that works better than all of them. Uh, fucking Gauntlet Adventures. Yes, I would say Diablo before I say Gauntlet. But Gauntlet was, was so much fun, dude. On sixty four. Shit. Yeah. Shit. Agreed. I still have that. We should get together. Do you guys still have your N64 controllers? I sure do. I do. Right, I have two. Bloodbath, do you have another N64 controller? Yes. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, yeah. Four. I oh, yeah. Age. We're talking about having a crawdad cookout this summer. So, <laughs> Go, uh, on. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> I say we yeah, have a crawdad That's about it. We get together yeah. we'll play some... Uh, some uh some gauntlet what, legends what was it? Yeah. some gauntlet can legends that's what it can, was, we, yeah. can we live stream it like that yeah. would be <laughs> could i perhaps have two crawdads alan <laughs> <laughs> uh absolutely not we don't feed aaron no smart 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 so the royal we you know so that was alan's yeah, number bird. one lord of the rings the return of the king right the return of the king return of the king yeah yeah all right, Bloodbath, what's your number one? All right, my number one. Uh, Max Payne was a uh, Rockstar game, and my number one is also a Rockstar game. It is the Rockstar game because they killed it with the PlayStation 2. It is Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Yes, sir. Like, hands down, like, the fucking game for, for the PS2 era. Uh, you, I... I think you can kind of lump Grand Theft Auto 3 and Vice City and San Andreas all together. I mean, like, they're all sort of like Grand Theft Auto 3, like, just different uh, expansions for the most part. You know, Grand Theft Auto 3 definitely... Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 3 definitely laid the groundwork. Like, that one, you know, it's smaller scale, but still a lot of fun. Um, You know, it's way more stripped down of a game, uh, a little bit more cartoony. Vice City like takes it up a notch, uh, gives a little bit more, like fleshes out a little bit. But San Andreas is just next level. It blows my mind that this is still a PlayStation 2 game. There's so much shit in it. You can customize your character uh, with clothes and outfits. You can make him eat too much food and he gets fat. He can get, you know, work out a lot and get skinny and get buff. Uh, You can change his haircut, um, you know, his hairstyle. You can do all kinds of stuff like that. Uh, tons of vehicles, like the biggest map that I think that there is. I think the San Andreas map is technically bigger than the GTA 5 map. Somebody can correct me on that. Uh, it's huge. They have all these different areas of, of uh, like, you know, Southern California or wherever hypothetically it is. Uh, you know, you get the LA area, you get like the Las Vegas area, you've got like the San Francisco area, you have all the area in between, all the wood, uh, all the rural areas in between. Um, Tons of weapons, like the you know, you to play between multiple characters, lots of side missions. It's just like such a full open world. You know, PS2 is like the system that introduced everyone to like open world games, and it was so amazing. And just, it just like I remember being in junior high, and everybody's like, "Oh, dude, like Grand Theft Auto, you can like literally go do anything you wanted to do and go anywhere." And you're like, "What the fuck do you mean by that?" And like, "Holy shit!" It was like just it's like your head fucking exploded it's like you had like it wasn't even a video game at that point it was like just an experience like dude you can go anywhere and do anything like i don't know just so fucking cool you know ps2 is definitely the era of like uh, hookers like beating hookers (laughs) taking your money back just being a general like bad person 
Uh, exactly what I was going to say. Hey, did you guys ever like bang a hooker in a car, let her get out, and then beat her to death with the baseball bat and take back your $75? I remember. I'm just going to say, there is no way that map is bigger than the GTA 5 map, right? No. Like that, no that's not gotta a chance. Be There's no way. Dude, it's big. But I will say, like, it was funny too. I remember I wasn't allowed to have Grand Theft Auto 3. My parents were like, no, nah, you can't. You know, that's, you know, it's violent and it's just, you know, blah, 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 blah. And like someone sold me GTA 3 and Vice City and San Andreas. And like my dad would come into my room and be like, all right, let's play Grand Theft Auto 3. Like, can you find that hooker? Like, Fuck, like find yeah, the hooker dude. and like kill her. <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yeah. But I was like, can you shoot that guy? I'm like, yeah, like shoot that guy in the head. Like he got such a kick out of it. Like, he would just laugh his ass off. He's like, this is stupid. I'm like, put all the brass knuckles. I don't like that guy's hat. <laughs> yeah. I don't like how he's looking at me right now. Uh, yeah, dude. Fucking. I loved all those games. Three. I do kind of feel like three is sort of my favorite personally. Like there's something about like just being the first one that was like that. That was a lot of fun. But um, yeah, San Andreas, I just think is like, you just can't touch that game. It's so good. Best main character in any uh, Grand Theft Auto game. Uh, I yeah, I, I got nothing to say. to I, I love Grand Theft Auto games. I, I I don't agree with your point that like the PS2 like open like was like the first big open world thing, but it but it was you know in terms of like the scope of what they were doing compared to some of those other open world games like Ocarina of Time or whatever the fuck. But I I'm I'm a big Grand Theft Auto guy. I think those games are hella fun, and I have. Yeah, I basically have never met a Grand Theft Auto game I didn't like. I, li- I like them all. I didn't play San Andreas because I didn't have a PS2, but I watched p- so many people play it over at their house. I played Vice City um, on the Xbox. And yeah, I-, I like Grand Theft Auto less and less as I get older to the point where GTA 6, I'm just not going to play it. I don't care anymore. But I have a ton of really good memories playing Vice City and playing Grand Theft Auto 4 mostly. Those were the two for me. Well, so I'm pretty sure they remade uh, San Andreas Bloodbath. They, they like, did I, a they did a remaster of three San Andreas and right. Vice City, and it is the worst rated video game of the last couple of years because they <laughs> fucked it up so badly. Yeah, I never took the risk. It was like ten dollars one time, and I was like, nah, nah. But, okay, it's, fair, it was ten dollars because it has like a one out of ten rating because <laughs> it's it's so poorly done. They don't they don't show ratings on PS5, Dave. So I'll never know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Alan, do you play GTA? I love GTA three. I agree. That was its peak. Um, I, that, I think I owned vice city and that, I think that was more fun only because you could use a chainsaw. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I played San Andreas a little bit. You could ride a bicycle. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, with, with GTA games, I'm really, I liked three. You could, get in a tank and make it fly. Uh, that was, <laughs> yeah, that was cheats. something that I really appreciate. Yeah. I really appreciated that about grand theft auto three. Uh, it, it was a good time. It, I considered it for my list. It's on my honorable mentions. Uh, but I think like Dave, I just have less and less interest in that. Uh, the older I get, but yeah. I would still make a tank fly. I'll tell you this as somebody who is into that series every time they make a new game to me, it's 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 good. It's good enough to justify why they made the new game. They add enough 
new things and mechanics and the graphics are better and the controls are smoother to where like, okay. So like, I, I, I'm not like crazy fucking excited for GTA six, but I'll play it. The online keeps getting better. Dave doesn't do that. So I know you don't give a single foot. None of you do that. So I know none of you give a nope. single fuck aspect of it but like i think they do a good enough job from like like improving game to game on like every level of what the video game is to justify me wanting to be like yeah hell yeah i'll play grand theft auto 6 but we we can get off it dude i love san andreas bloodbath it's probably aside from five my favorite gta game i will just add this caveat that i do think there is something at least with like Grand Theft Auto 5 that is like not very fulfilling anymore that it's so big and so realistic and it just feels like there's no and and I would say 5 has like way more story than any of the games but like it seems so the game seems so like rudderless and directionless like it doesn't feel like there's ever like a real desire to do anything other than like grab all the weapons and like just go on a fucking killing spree for 20 minutes till you get gunned down, which like that's fun, <laughs> but like that's part of the fun. That's, that's the fun of GTA The like, I'll, I'll, I'll help you out here. The reason why is because the story in grand theft auto five sucks and the characters are terrible. I disagree. I, I, I think, you know, they're really trying to go with like, Oh, this is a movie. So we're trying to be as like, we want these people to be caricatures and we want this story to be a caricature of a story. That's not a thing, but you know what I'm trying to say here? Like, I, I, I think it's, I think it's intentional enough to where it becomes silly and I can buy that. Not, not trying to make you be like, Oh, Dave, you're wrong. But like, I, I, I think you can say the same thing and be like, but that's why it works though. It's, it's all part of the, the vibe of GTA. Like the story in vice city isn't good, but like I was 14 or whatever when I played it and I was like right in the pocket for <laughs> strip club. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto, Grand Theft Auto 3 came out when I was 13. It's like the perfect time. Like I saw it at my cousin's house and he was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm in a tank and I'm like shooting down police helicopters. And I'm like, excuse me, you have, I was just playing, you know, Majora's Mask before I came over here. You have blown my mind wide open. Yeah, dude, it's like your jaw was on the fucking floor. Like, I remember like Matt Mills, fan of the show. Like came over to my house and brought his PS2 and like we played. It was like the first time I had to play Grand Theft Auto Three and I was like, like we were, like you had to sit like God, dude. It was like you wanted to fight the other person for your turn. Like you're yeah. like, God damn it, dude, just fucking die. Like kill it. Like let the police fucking come and like run you over and then like let me play. Like and just see how far you can make it. Like God damn, dude, it was so good. And I'll even say like even with like three and like San Andreas like. Even three being as like rudimentary as it is, like goddamn, dude! Like even the story mode in that game was like pretty. Like the missions were like pretty fun and legit. Like I don't think that. Uh, yeah, I don't think I think people discredit that one a lot. But like I think even like the like main story mode in that game was better than you give it credit for. So and the radio stations, like mm, yeah. the music in that first game was a lot more fun. I think too. Um, oh, the, the music's consistently been great across Grand Theft yes. Auto, listening on the radio. Vice City was awesome. Yeah. Even, I, I mean, like City I said, GTA 5, I'm not a huge fan, but the music, the radio stations, they're still awesome. 
Oh, they had like a Danny McBride where on yeah. one. I, I don't remember which one it was, but it was Danny McBride, and he basically hosted like a in, in like like a I don't know like a Jordan Peterson style show about how to be a man and, and like and like being an American and owning guns and getting drunk and stuff. It was it, and they have a lot of radio shows that have like famous comedians cool. that like do yeah. their. Th- it's very neat of an era for sure. So that was Bloodbaths number one, Grand Theft Auto. San Andreas. And so we're going to go through lightning round honorable mentions. Um, I've got three honorable mentions here. Madden 2005. We talked about it. That's the one with Ray Lewis on the cover. Um, uh, Shadow of the Colossus, which would be in my top three, but I never played the PS2 version. Just the remake for PS4. Um, and Kingsfield, the ancient city, Kings, which is also Kingsfield 4 which is made by the makers of Dark Souls, but before Souls was a thing. And I love that game. Those are my honorable mentions. All right. I'm looking at my list here. What do we got? Uh, I I probably would have made my list, but I didn't want to talk about it twice on the podcast. NBA Street Volume 2, Final Fantasy X, Dark Cloud 2, Tales of Symphonia, SSX Tricky, the snowboarding game. I love that. And then I don't know what year, but the ESPN football game, I think it was was like 2K5, baby. 2K5, great fucking football game. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I think that covers it. Hell yeah. Wow. I got Madden 04, SSX Tricky, Spider-Man <laughs> 2, The Suffering, and all of the Xbox games that came out on PS2. Oh, but boy. the controller was terrible, so I had I'm, to play I'm glad you Xbox. also said SSX Tricky. That's a cool fucking game. Yeah, it was a really great game. game. I had it on awesome GameCube. Game. Otherwise, you know, if we year, do top three GameCube games, maybe. Yeah, it might I be was on really there, surprised. Yeah. I was really surprised that none of you guys said a Tony Hawk game. Because I, I had because I always had them on Xbox well, or on N sixty four. Alan, the honorable mentions aren't over yet, my friend. There we uh, go. Okay. Wait, what go, Tony go Hawk on. games were on PS two? Because uh, my favorite starting, starting with was- Tony, Tony Hawk American Wasteland and American Underground. No, I didn't like uh, Underground. Was Tony Hawk 2 on PS2? Tony Hawk 3 was on PS2. 1 and 2 were on the first PlayStation. Yeah, 2 is always my favorite. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, never mind. Go on, Bulba. Um, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Spider-Man 2. Fucking first superhero open world game. I'm surprised none of us said that. That's a great game. So I played it it on Xbox. It was going to be on there, but I threw uh, threw, uh, Final Fantasy 10. Um, Destroy All Humans. And then uh, there was a game. It was like a version of I don't know if anybody ever thirteen. It was like in Roman numerals. It's like that again. Oh, 13. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I did. That game was cool as fuck, man. Yeah. Uh, Dragon Ball Z uh, Budokai. Also a good game. All right. Ooh, Soul Calibur. I like Ooh. Soul Calibur. Well, Soul Calibur 2. I like that one. That was a fun one. All right, I'll go ahead and get us started with Moon, who's a patron. Um, check out Moon, Triple S Moon on YouTube for uh, action game content. Thank you for writing in Moon with a very on-brand top three. Moon's number three is Devil May Cry. Number two is Castlevania Lament of Innocence. And number one, Devil May Cry 3 Special Edition. I, I don't think I've ever played a Devil May Cry or a Castlevania game. That's wild. Dude, I- I like uh, Castlevania. I played most of, it, but that's funny because I was going to say the exact same thing on here when I get to mine. Uh, fucking, I've never played a Devil May Cry game, and I know that they were super popular. Yeah, me either. 
All right, next up we have Adam B., a patron, thank you, of the Halftone Takes podcast. Number three, Jack 2. Number two, Metal Gear Solid 3. And number one, Shadow of the Colossus. I, I didn't put it on my honorable mentions list. Shadow of the Colossus rules. Yeah, it's incredible game. And like, just real quick, one of those games that like, just go play it, play Shadow of the Colossus and just marvel at the fact that it was on the PS2 and it worked. Will do. Uh, next up is Randall, who is a, a patron and consummate listener. Uh, <laughs> number three, SSX Tricky. No, SSX3. Randall, I feel like you should have said SSX Tricky. Uh, number two, Final Fantasy XII. Not played that one. And number one, Spider-Man 2. So someone uh, really liked Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2 was awesome. I just played it, it on Xbox. Great. Yeah, loved I it. Watched, I watched Bloodbath play it on PS2 for, uh, I think, like eight days straight. I mean, <laughs> I came and left, but he was But he didn't there. stop. No, no I did not just, stop. We just, get, we would just get really fucking high. And like, yeah, you didn't have to do anything. You could just swing. And I just get like stoned and just like swing around the city. Like, all right, climb to the top of the Empire State Building and just jump off. <laughs> See what happens. Didn't matter. No fall damage. It's fine. No. <laughs> he just land on his feet like ah, as a All spider right. would. Yeah, spider man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's his catchphrase. He beats the shit out of somebody and webs them and hangs them upside down to die from a light post, and he just goes spider man, spider man. <laughs> I'm All right, next. You had a button in that game where you press it. And he just goes, Spider-Man, 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 Spider-Man. Next up, we have Matt, a.k.a. Stormageddon from the Patreon and the Fun and Games podcast. Their number three is Viewful Joe. Number two, Kingdom Hearts 2. And number one, Devil May Cry. Devil May Cry. I never played Beautiful Joe. That game looks hard as fuck. It looked cool. I, I also never touched it. Though. I've never even heard of that game. I've never heard of Beautiful it's a, Joe. It's like a it's like a 2D action game, and it looks there's a bunch of shit going on all the time. It looks really hard. <laughs> um yeah, next up is uh Chris N. OG. Thank you, Chris. Uh OG patron of the show and friend of the show. And friend. There we go. Uh, sure. Chris is number three. <laughs> number three, Shadow of the Colossus. Number two, Kingdom Hearts. And number one, Kingdom Hearts 2. So I think we know what Chris likes. His number two is really good. Next up, we have Chris N's <laughs> nemesis, Chris C, uh, a patron, Ooh. probably more than Chris N, uh, from the Retro Hangover podcast. Number three, Persona 3. Number two, Shadow of the Colossus. Number one, Final Fantasy X. Yeah, Persona 3 I haven't played yet. I don't know if I can go back, but good, good list. They're remaking Persona 3, so you can just wait for that. I might. But uh, yeah, good uh, good taste. Shadow of the Colossus, Final Fantasy X. Can't argue with that. Will not argue with that. Next up is Jeff, formerly Jer, a patron and uh, a longtime friend of the podcast. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's a nice guy. Number three is Triple Play 97. The PS1 version with Eric Kiss 
I didn't go with PS1 games. I feel like we didn't really even discuss it at the beginning, which we probably <laughs> should have because... Uh, Why know, would we were, have discussed them? They're not PS2 because, games. Because you can play uh, them on a PlayStation. You played them on a PS2. Yeah, this though. is this is I, what yeah, Jerf is doing God. here. I, I, yeah, no, Jerf's he's wrong. always got a like, trick. Let's be fair. You know what, Jerf, you're wrong. That was wrong. <laughs> well, well, and I love you, know, you whatever you say, but you're wrong. Aaron, Aaron <laughs> let's be fair. Triple Play '97 was pretty great. So the Triple Play series know, was awesome. It was awesome. Uh, number two. The formative DVDs for Dogma and the animation show still being printed at the time. I was actually, I googled Dogma yesterday, and so I'm really wondering if Jerf is watching me. Um, yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't, it's tough to find a Dogma DVD. I've got one. Uh, yeah, I believe you, and well, Bloodbath has one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he has one, but like you can go to Walmart, and it, you can't find a Dogma DVD. Um, I think you can get them on eBay. So someone check that out and let Dave know. Uh, number one, or send us one. Is, or send, <laughs> yeah, send Dave one. Um, one, two, three, Butt Street. Uh, number <laughs> That's one. Right. I, I'm glad you remembered. <laughs> Thank you. Butt Avenue. <laughs> Butt Boulevard. Uh, <laughs> Butt Boulevard Southwest. <laughs> Uh, number one is uh, NCAA football 03. I don't, I don't think I ever played it. I don't like college football that much, but I really Dude. liked Madden. 03 the NCAA series Madden was the NCAA series was awesome. I liked it yeah. way more than I liked Madden. It, it was great. So Madden, Madden stopped being good at like Madden 06, and then the NCAA football series was like incredible from like. 2005 until it stopped yeah until it went away yeah i agree i would love to like dude that's where my love of Furman came from is i would back. just take Furman and i would be like and, and i'm gonna win the national championship yeah <laughs> it's like me, Let me against... get my guys in <laughs> you uh you guys think that's because they have to pay college athletes now it, it that was 100 percent is yeah. yeah uh but it's coming back now that now that people can make money from their likeness right which they should yeah. They should. Mm -hmm. Next up, we have Adelaide with number three, Devil May Cry three, number two, Time Splitters three, and number one, Metal Gear Solid three. The Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid one or uh, two and three for PS two were really great. I I enjoyed those games thoroughly. I never got. I'm looking Metal forward Gear to either. playing. Yeah, I've, I've never played any Metal Gear games. Played the first one for the first time last year so i'm looking forward to playing the second one sometime um next up is joe decahedron thank you joe decahedron number three tenchu wrath of heaven number two guitar hero and number one shadow of the colossus good list never played tenchu but seems hard. some old old tenchu games but nothing that was in 3d ever but good list next up we have phil from the deleted saves podcast number three Onimusha, Warlords. I never played that game, but I knew all dudes who did. Number two, Okami. And number one, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Good list. Okami yeah. is a super interesting game. Like, really beautiful a, game. Yeah, I, I, I never... Was it on GameCube? Two? It, I, I think it was on PS2, and then Wii, and then now it's on Switch. You can play it on Switch. It's, Which, I, bet, I bet it's like $2, too. Yeah, I've always is, thought yeah. that that game looked cool. I just never played it. It's cool if you if you like uh if you like old Zelda games you know the Ocarina of Time style Zelda that's what Okami is. It's but, your uh, wolf. You play as a wolf, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
one game series I'm not seeing represent represented here at all is Dynasty Warriors. I used to love those games. I love Dynasty Warriors games. Those are the ultimate like rent one for the weekend, and then oh, yeah. by the end of the weekend, you're like, okay, I'm done with this. But Dynasty Warriors I, Two fun. was a great game. Dynasty Warriors Two was the best one. Yes. Um. Let's see. Next up is Adam R. Uh, Adam R is number three, Kingdom Hearts 2. Number two, GTA San Andreas. Number one, Devil May Cry 3, Special Edition. And honorable mention to Guitar Hero 2. Pretty solid list. Dave skipped two people. <laughs> I did not. He didn't. What? No, I can't Beth. read. Yeah. No, what? No, because I just did Onimushu Warlords, Okami, and San Andreas. Oh, was that's that right. That was oh, Bloodbath. Yeah, no. no, that was Man, Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> I am so high and I beat you. I beat you. <laughs> okay, Alan, take it away with Mason. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I was so confused. <laughs> My bad. My bad. <laughs> Mason, next up is uh, his number three is Time Splitters. So that may be what I was thinking about. Is that what I was thinking about when I said Chrono Trigger? Or is Maybe. Time Splitters the one you were talking about where you turn into, what did you say you turned into? Yeah, time Splitters 2, you could play as a monkey, and it was basically like uh, playing Odd Job in GoldenEye, but <laughs> 10 times more annoying. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, well, so there's that. Number two is Devil May Cry. I think we all agreed that we hadn't played that one. And number one is Kingdom Hearts 2, which Aaron doesn't like. Yeah. Uh, Mason, I don't know what to tell you. Aaron, Aaron didn't like it. Not a so that means it's excellent. Yeah, I think Aaron's Aaron's in the minority. Right. I think everyone I, I likes really it am. except for Aaron. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I totally know that I am. All right, next up we have John from the Video Game Lab Podcast. Number three, ESPN, NFL, 2K5. Number two, God of War. And number one, Metal Gear Solid 3. Well, I forgot God of War was a PS2. Yeah. Uh, I forgot start. about God of War. Me too. The, the such a God of War 1 game. and 2 were so, so good. God of War 3 was on PS3, but I, is God yeah. of War 2 on PlayStation 2? Because that mm-hmm. should have been on my list. God of yeah, War 2 is awesome. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, great list. Uh, next up is Jala from Jala Chan's Place. Jala's number three is Metal Gear Solid 3, number two, Final Fantasy X, and number one, Resident Evil 4, which uh, Resident, all three of those games, well, I haven't played Metal Gear Solid 3, I assume it's good, but uh, great list. And little plug here, so if you're listening to this and you're thinking like, hey, I like video games, I'm having fun with this episode, I do a podcast all about video games called Tales from the Backlog, and I have two episodes about Resident Evil 4. One about the original and one about the remake. And the one about the remake has Jala as a guest. So uh, there's a little plug. Check out Tales from the Backlog. Ding. Is, is, <laughs> ding. is Jala Chan's place their podcast? Yes. I love that name. All right. Next up, we have Weep Lord from the Lightning Strikes Thrice podcast. Friend of the show. Longtime listener. Very attractive. <laughs> Kissable. Uh, number three, Ratchet and Clank up your arsenal. Number two, Xenosaga episode two. And number one, Silent Hill two. I, I think I played the first episode of Xenosaga and I watched like a 25 minute cutscene and I was like, I'm fucking out. But I, I, I do like the Xenogears games, I, at least the original. 
That was a Xenosaga episode three on their list. But uh, yes. another one, Ratchet and Clank, not represented on anyone's lists. And uh, they're, they're pretty fun games. Agreed. I've heard that. Never played them. Uh, next up is Thrak. Uh, is number three is SmackDown Here Comes the Pain, which I assume is a professional wrestling game, which uh-huh. were objectively great. Yeah, they fun, were back in the day. Yeah. I, I mean, fun yeah, games. absolutely so much fun. So probably good. I don't know if I ever played it, but uh plus one. Number two, Star Wars Battlefront 2, objectively a very dope video game. Uh number one, GTA Vice City. Yeah, Frack good times. Is, he's he's put together a great list here, guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Wow, yes. Aaron! Wow, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So man. Maybe, your taste, saying that maybe, wow. maybe a winning list. I don't know. No, no, no. Could I'm be, on board. Could be. Could I'm be. On board. I'm just saying. That's it. All right. Next up, we have just Richard. Me. Next up, we have Richard from Gamed Out. I assume that's a podcast. Mm-hmm. Number three, Metal Gear Solid Three. Number two, GTA San Andreas, and number one, Final Fantasy Ten. Hell list. yeah. I can't wait to play Metal Gear Solid 3 before they remake it and then never play the remake and then be all hipster about it. I'm going to be so fucking smug. You guys just wait. You're going to be very, very, very much on bloodbath for this one. I could already tell. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Next up is Bill from the gaming and collecting podcast. Uh, Bill's number three, Ape Escape 3. I remember reading in magazines when they first had like the dual thumbsticks about how you use it in Ape Escape. I never played it. Uh, number two, Tales of the Abyss, and number one, Persona 4. I like Persona 4. I didn't play it on PS2, but I did play the remake, and I thought it was really good. Uh, next up, we have Ariel, number three, Sphinx and the Curse Mummy. Number two, GTA Vice City, and number one, Dark Cloud 2. And I know I put Dark Cloud 2 in my honorable mention, and I cannot gloss over this. Dark Cloud 2 is a is an amazing RPG. It is it is it is eye-opening, unique, and 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 very good I, i'm sorry i hate ariel so it's really hard for me to agree with her um but but she, she's totally right about dark cloud too dude wonderful game it's it's uh you took the high road good for you buddy uh next up is it's craig craig's back guys uh his number three is the tale of kirby uh, which i didn't know they made playstation <laughs> games with kirby uh number two is kirby battle and I guess maybe they made two. I'm not Googling it. I, I just, I'm going to trust <laughs> Craig on this one. Uh, and his number one is Tony Hawk's underground. And so his number one's a real game. So we just have to assume that his, his other two are real games, right? I actually, <laughs> yeah, Craig. I actually know the story. So Craig's uncle worked for Nintendo and uh, couldn't get him a GameCube. But what he did do was he asked the president of Nintendo, uh, who's his other uncle, to make a couple of Kirby <laughs> games for the PlayStation 2. So that's that's how that worked. It's really weird how his uncles are so high up in these huge companies and he lives in Columbus. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hashtag blessed, Craig. <laughs> All right. And finally, we have Rat Boy, number three, Guitar Hero. Number two, NCAA Football 2007, the Reggie Bush one. Uh, now I'm going to say it's like Rat Boy. Uh, shout out to when I threw an interception and Craig was like returning the ball and I yelled 
fumble and Craig fumbled and I got the ball back and he leaped across the room and choked me. It was the Monday <laughs> before Thanksgiving. So we had a two day school week. <laughs> best week, the best week in school on God. Number that was one, a good rat boy. that was a great Simpsons, rat boy, dude. The Simpsons hit and run with an honorable mention rogue leader. Simpsons yeah. hit and run was great. That was a great game. Shout outs to crazy taxi, man. Cool series. Ooh, yeah. Crazy taxi. Dang. <laughs> Dreamcast huh. legend. Yeah. Yeah. I never played that. Anyway. So, crazy so Thrak taxi? won, right? Thrak so won who's the that? winner? Is Thrak it's the winner Thrak, for right? Thrax? Thrak is the only person who did a wrestling game and those wrestling games were super fun. So and not yeah. only that, he did a wrestling game, a Grand Theft Auto game and a Star Wars game. Thrak, I do feel like enjoy your first that. W. Yeah, exactly, man. Well-rounded list. Dave, uh, will you be sending him a $500 or $1,000 Amazon gift card? Thrak, just just keep an eye out, man. Yeah, just keep an eye out. Bloodbath will be hand-delivering it at a time that is most in- inconvenient for you whenever that may be. <laughs> oh, man, I hope that becomes a thing every episode. That's so funny. <laughs> uh All right. So that is all of our community submissions for this episode. Thank you to everyone who wrote in. We appreciate those. Always love reading out those top threes. And uh, most of those come from the Discord server. So that is a good time to mention that there is a Discord server for this podcast and uh, for my video game podcast called Tales from the Backlog. And if you would like to come in and talk about PS2 games or just talk about, you know, other video games, movies, life, share pictures of your pets and your food. Uh, there's a special channel for Rat Boy and all Rat Boy related things. So if that sounds good to you, you'll find an invite link down in the show notes. <laughs> People are like, what's a Rat Boy? <laughs> yeah. No, there's a uh, there's a Rat Hour with Rat Boy channel. And uh, yeah, someone joined not too long ago and immediately gravitated to the Rat channel. So mm-hmm. that's Another good. dad. That's very yeah. Cool. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, you'll find an invite link to the Discord server down in the show notes. We'd love to have you. Uh, love having people join and and uh, join the community there. And yeah, that's uh, that's about it. 